Chapter 4 of Down the Line with John Henry by Hugh McHugh. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. John Henry and the Hotel Clerk Key Barclay, Jim Wilkinson, and I were leaning over the counter, talking to his knobs, the hotel clerk, when Dan the Deceptic squeezed up and began to let a peep out of him about the pie he had eaten for dinner calm yourself said smiling steve and tell me where it bit you steve has been throwing keys at the wall for some time and he knows how to burn the beefers bit me bit me snarled the old chap nothing of the kind sir i want you to know sir that your pie isn't fit to eat sir cut it out suggested steve cut it out sir how can I cut it out when I haven't eaten it, sir? It's an outrage, and I shall leave this hotel tomorrow, said Dan. With the exception of $32.72, balance due, that will be all about from you, said Steve. I'll see the proprietor, said the old fellow, moving along with a face on him like an interrupted beef stew. We get it good and plenty every day, said Steve, and just then Skate Peters grabbed the book and burned his John Hancock on it. I knew his name was Skate because it looked like one on the register. Bath? queried Steve. Only during a hot wave, said Skate. Steve went to the ropes, but he came up smiling as usual. American or European? asked Steve. Neither, said Skate. Don't you see I'm from Jersey City? Going to be with us long? inquired Steve. Say, bub, you're hell and all on asking questions, now ain't you? answered Skate. You just pushed me into a stall and locked the gate. I'm tired. Front, show the gentleman to 49, said Skate, sidestepping to avoid punishment. Then Sweet William, the boy drummer, hopped into the ring for the next round. Willie peddles pickles for the fun he gets out of it. It is Willie's joy and delight to get a ginger ale bun and recite Ostler Joe. When trained down to 95 flat, Willie can get up and beat the clapper off curfew shall not ring tonight. When Willie gets a stranglehold on Sheridan's ride, you can hear horses galloping outside. It's the rest of the community getting out of harm's way. Any mail? inquired Willie. All the mail that Willie ever gets is a postal card from the pickle factory, and every two weeks asking him if the people along his route have all lost their appetites. No literature for you, Steve answered. Strange, said Willie. My lady friends are very remiss, aren't they? Yes, it looks like they were out to drop you behind the piano, said Steve. Willie tore off a short rabbit laugh and then inquired what time the next train left for New York. The pickle factory expects Willie to make Pocomoke City, Squashtown Junction, and Nubbinsville before next Sunday. So he tossed the train gag out just to show Steve that he knows there's a place called New York. At 7.45 over the D, L, and Q, said Steve. What's the next? inquired Willie. At 8.10, over the H, B, and N, Steve answered. Which gets there first? Willie asked. 
the engineer sighed steve oh you droll chap said the pickle pusher give me some toothpicks then sweet william went over to the big window burrowed into a chair stuck his feet up on the brass rail ate toothpicks and thought he was it when i get back to steve he was dealing out the cards to a lady from reading pennsylvania and key and jim had ducked to the billiard room her husband had been up in the air with a bum automobile and when he came down he was several sections shy they found a monkey wrench embedded in his left shoulder which he couldn't remember using when he tried to fix the machine she was traveling for his health my room is too near the elevator she informed steve i can give you a very nice room on the third floor front show the lady same size room yes madam same colored carpet on the floor i believe it has front show the lady southern exposure yes madam it's at the end of the hall i want a room near the elevator that's always the way in these hotels one can never get just what one wants at the end of the hall indeed and with this she gave steve the society sting with both eyes and flounced out steve bit the end off a penholder and said the rest internally just then a couple of troopers trailed in they were with a bandit's pride company and the way had been long and weary what have you got double asked the villain of the piece two dollars and up said steve nothing better inquired low comedy he was making a crack but nobody caught him four dollars with bath steve suggested board asked the villain nothing but the sleeps and a fresh cake of soap said steve ring down low comedy put in why we lived a whole week in pittsburgh for less than that you can turn the same trick here if you carry your own coke and sleep in the park said steve what's the name of this mint asked the villain steve told him to the towpath said barrett mccready we're outside the lifelines we thought it was the liverwurst hotel where they throw things at your appetite for a dollar a day double to the left wheel forward march and once more the drama was on its way as low comedy turned proudly on his heel he threw upon the counter a printed card steve had it framed and glued to the wall next day it read as follows hotel rules help yourself rule one we cash no tricks drawn on papa he's a dead one rule two eat all our booze you want to but go elsewhere and select your snakes rule three don't call the waitress by your first name she's liable to spoil your appetite rule four guests who desire to have nightmare will find the harness in the restaurant so back up rule five to prevent guests from carrying fruit from the table we'll have no fruit we're lucky to have the table rule six if you feel tired go way back and sit down rule seven in case of fire jump out the window and turn to the left rule eight breakfast from four to three dinner from hand to mouth and supper from what's left over rule nine hug as many highballs as you please 
but don't wave the red flag in the office. You might disturb Harold Spotwood, the room clerk. He was out late last night. Rule 10. If you don't like your room, kick the bellboy. Apply at the office for spiked shoes. Rule 11. If you don't see what you want, ask for it, and you'll get it, good and hard. Rule 12. Ask the barkeeper to let you have one of our justly celebrated high tides. It will do you good. Rule 13. Try our boneless potato salad. Apply to the night watchman. Rule 14. All the shines are not in the barber shop. Lie down, Fido. Rule 15. That will be about all from you. End of chapter 4